0: Friday. Jesus is praying. Peter's asleep. Judas is betraying. But Sunday's coming. It's Friday. Pilate's struggling. The council is conspiring. The crowd is vilifying. They don't even know that Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The disciples are running like. Sheep without a shepherd. Mary's crying. Peter is denying. But they don't know that Sundays are coming. It's Friday. The Romans beat my Jesus. They robe him in scarf. They crown him with thorns. But they don't know that Sundays come. It's Friday. See Jesus walking to Calvary, his blood dripping, his body stumbling, and his spirits burning. But you see, it's only Friday, Sunday's coming. It's Friday, the world's winning, people are sinning, and evil's grinning. It's Friday. The soldiers nailed my Savior's hands to the cross. They nailed my Savior's feet to the cross. And then they raised him up next to criminals. It's Friday. But let me tell you something. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The disciples are questioning what has happened to their king. And the Pharisees are celebrating that their scheming has been achieved. But they don't know it's only Friday. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. He's hanging on the cross, feeling forsaken by his father, left alone and dying. Can nobody save him? Oh, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. It's Friday, the earth trembles, the sky grows dark, my king yields his spirit. It's Friday, hope is lost, death has won, sin has conquered, and Satan just a laugh. It's Friday, Jesus is buried, a soldier stands guard, and a rock is rolled into place, but it's Friday, it is only Friday, Sunday is a coming.
1: Friday, it's a strange way to tell the story of the cross, but when you examine the love story of Jesus, you see that though the cross is ugly, though the cross is cruel, though the cross is pain, the story is what held Jesus to the cross, his love for you, his story. Let's pray god i thank you for this time we have together and in these moments may your word come alive may we embody the spirit may we have the hope of a believer knowing that no matter what's going on in our life it may be friday but sunday's coming in jesus name amen in the good friday story we're going to see a couple of stories within the story in the good friday story we see the story of humility in Luke chapter 23, it says this, two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him, and when they came to the cross, when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to defy his garments, and they... And the people stood by watching, but the ruler scoffed at him, saying, Hey, he saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, the Chosen One. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you're the king of Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him saying that this was the king of the Jews, the story of humility. Jesus hung on the cross exposed. He hung the cross bleeding, humbled, humbled but not humiliated. Because make no mistake, Jesus was in control. What kind of story has the hero endure mocking? Has the hero endure ridicule, pain, and suffering? It's a love story. A story where Jesus displayed the true spirit of humility, thinking of others more than himself. Today, the world still mocks. Today, as we look around, the world is still mocking. The world still tries to carve up his church for money. The world still doubts, and the world still ridicules. And yet Jesus still loves the world. In this Good Friday story, we see the story of grace. Verse 39, it says, one of the criminals were hanging railed at him saying are you not the christ save yourself and us but the other rebuked him saying do you not fear god since you're under the same sentence of condemnation and we indeed justly for we're receiving the due rewards for our deeds but this man has done nothing wrong and he said jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom And Jesus said to him, truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. In Jesus' final moments, he found time for grace. This moment proves that our salvation has nothing to do with our works, nothing to do with our value, but everything to do with the grace and the love of Jesus. There is nothing you have done to keep you from the love of Jesus. No matter how bad you think you are, there is nothing that you have done that keeps you from the love of Jesus. There is no sin big enough to outweigh the grace of Jesus. There is also nothing you have done to earn the love of Jesus. The thief on the cross... This guy didn't get baptized. This guy didn't go to church. This guy didn't know any great theology except, I'm lost and I'm broken and I know it. You are the Messiah and I know it. Remember me. That's the only theology, that's the only doctrine that thief on the cross could grasp, but it was enough for Jesus to say, I will remember you today in paradise. In the Good Friday story, we see the story of humility. We see the story of grace. And then we see the story of a new covenant. Verse 44, it was now about the sixth hour and the darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. While the sun's light failed and the curtain of the temple was torn in two and Jesus calling out with a loud voice saying, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. The curtain in the Holy of Holies containing the Ark of the Covenant, the curtain contained the Holy of Holies, the curtain contained the presence of God, was now torn in two, ushering in a new covenant where the presence of God is available to all who call upon the name of the Lord. Jesus alludes to this new covenant just hours before. He shares a Passover Shabbat with his disciples. In Luke 22, it says this, And when the hour came, he reclined at the table, and the apostles with him, and he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer for I tell you, I will not eat it again until the fulfillment of the kingdom of God. And he took a cup and he had given thanks. He said, take this, divide it amongst yourself, for I tell you that from now on I will not drink the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread and when he gave thanks, he broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise the cup after he had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant of my blood. You see, when that curtain was torn, it represented a new covenant. In the old testament, in the old covenant, we had to we had to rely on a priest speaking for us, going into that place on behalf of of those who brought in their sacrifices and they came in for us but now the curtain was torn and we now have access the new covenant has released the presence of God to us every day let me take this was an amazing point in history the cross represents a dividing line in history much more than just our ability to be saved, but the ability for all men and women, Jew and Gentile, now to have access readily with the presence and the Spirit of God. Guys, let me tell you that this is amazing. This is the only source of our hope. This is the only source of our freedom. This is the only source of of our joy is what happened some 2,000 some odd years ago on the cross. That new covenant allowing us to have access to God. And so he had that Passover with him. And I love, I love as a good Baptist that he did it over a meal. And then he said, I, I wanted to have this Passover with you. I wanted to have this, this sacred moment with you celebrating passover because jesus was now the passover lamb and he said i wanted to do this with you because this is it i won't get to do with this with you again until the kingdom of god comes and and i'm about to suffer and this was this is what he was looking forward to he was he was his journey led from bethlehem now to jerusalem And in this moment, he was with those he has been teaching, those he had been leading, and basically saying, it's time. And he passed the bread, and he said, this is my body, broken for you. And he passed the the wine, the juice, and he passed it, and he said, this is the cup that is poured out for you as the new covenant of my blood. And so tonight, like so many churches across the the country, across the world are doing, right now the the Anglican Church across the street at St. John's Parish, right now across the street at the Lutheran Church, we're all doing the same thing. We're coming together and we're celebrating. We're, We're in awe of the cross. And we're coming together and we're taking the elements of communion and remembering what Jesus has done. And so in a moment, I want us to have a time of of reflection. Tonight is Good Friday because of what Jesus has done. Tonight is Good Friday because it represents a story. Tonight is Good Friday because it represents a love story. Because the only thing that would have held Jesus to the cross is love. His love for you. Each and every one of you, when you go home tonight and you lay your head down, know that you are loved by Jesus. And that love held him to the cross some 2,000 years ago. And so when we come together, we remember. He said, Do this and remember me. Remember the sacrifice. so I want us to pray. And then when I say amen, I just want to encourage you to come up and receive the elements of the communion. We have open communion here at Live Oak Church, meaning you don't have to be a member here. I would just ask that you would please respect this sacred moment. If you are not a believer, we're so glad that you're here. I mean, we are I mean, I am overwhelmed that you're here tonight, but if you are not a believer, please just hang back and respect this process. But if you are a believer and your heart is humbled before Jesus, then we invite everyone to come to the table to receive the bread, to receive the juice. And you can go take it back to your seat, take it on your own or take it with your family. Let's pray. Spirit of God, in these moments examine our hearts is there anything in our hearts that it is not of you replace our pride with humility Replace our greed with generosity. Replace our hatred with love. Replace our apathy for boldness. Jesus, we come to the table now to remember. We come to the table now to remember your body torn. We come to the table now to remember your blood shed. We come to the table now to remember your love. And we thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. And we pray humbly in your name. Amen. Come to the table.